East-West Draftcast may not be suitable for all listeners. Hello, everyone. Welcome to East-West Draftcast. I'm in California. I'm the West. My name is Greg. Your other host is an East Coaster down in Florida. Jeff, how you doing, buddy? Pretty good. I'm on the West Coast of Florida, though. Oh, well, see? Should we just be the West-West draft cast, then? The West and the West-East? I don't know. West-East-West draft cast. Yeah, that's not confusing. No, not at all. Today, on the podcast, gate crash spoilers. Spoiler alert! We're fully, fully spoiled, Jeff. Are you excited? I am excited. I haven't gotten a lot of time for this all to sink in since I went through the spoiler today, but I'm excited. So give me your just gut first impression about the set. Like, anything jump out at you? No. Okay, great. (laughs) Hard-hitting, limited analysis. I will be doing a spreadsheet later this week. Okay. I'm going to have a much stronger understanding at that point, I assume. Okay, so with that said, we're going to jump right into the spoiler. We're going to go through and do one-liner reviews, and we've done this before for other sets. What it means is we're going to name the card. We might read it if it's a confusing card or if the description is required for our little one-liner to make sense. But essentially, Jeff and I get like one, maybe two sentences to say something about each card in the set. We're going to include rares and mythics, and then we're going to move on. We are going to skip cards that we've reviewed in previous episode. I would say episodes, but we've only really done spoilers on one so far. So we're going to ignore those cards. But otherwise, we're going to talk about every card in the set. Very excited. All right. With that said, let's start with the colorless cards. First things first, do you want to say anything about the gates or the dual lands? No. Me neither. Let's go to... The one other non-basic land, uh, Thespian's Stage. So this is a rare land. You can tap it for a mana, or you can pay two colorless and tap it, and it becomes a copy of target land and gains that same copying ability. So you can kind of shift it around and make it become whatever land and play that you want. Yep. This is worse than a basic and limited. Yes, agreed. Put it in your sideboard and never take it out. Okay, great. Uh, so with that, let's get into the artifacts. And first up on my list is Armored Transport. What do you have to say about this card, Jeff? Uh, well, I will say that for the artifacts, I did not actually write anything down. So I'm going to say the first thing that comes off the top of my head, which is I don't like flavor because it should protect other things, not itself. But... Well, here's the flavor, because, and here's what I wrote. This It may look like this is a colorless card, but the actual casting cost is some combination of red and white mana for three. Three hybrid red-white mana. Yeah, I gotcha. Battalion. Yeah, this is a battalion battalion enabler. Yeah, makes sense. And next up, Boros Kirun. Didn't we talk about this one already? I don't know, maybe. (laughs) Uh, I guess, yeah, you're right, we did. I would also say, I, I should have mentioned this right off the top, you should follow along with us, whether it be on uh, the Wizards visual spoiler, or some other like cooler underground indie magic scene visual <laughs> spoiler. You know, 
Just use a goddamn spoiler. MTGHipster.com. Yeah, that's yeah, that's fine. I, I gotta go reserve that right now. <laughs> uh, so yeah, all right, Boros Kirun. We talked about it. I don't like it. No, at, le- at least it's better than Is It Kirun. Demir Kirun is up next. Do we talk about that one too? Maybe not. Uh, I'll say that it seems about as good as the Azorius one was. I think it's probably better, if only because of Cipher. And because of that ability, it's probably my favorite key rune. In this you set. know, we we did talk about this one. Yep. <laughs> Alright, next up, one we definitely haven't talked about yet. Glaring Spotlight. This is a rare uh, hexproof hate card. Yeah. I don't know if this does anything in Limited. My guess is not really. Uh, but I'm glad that they hate Hexproof as much as I do. Yeah. Teleportal's probably better, but this is still playable. I mean, just to make yeah. all your dudes unblockable for four mana. It's colorless, and... Yeah, that's about all I have to say. What's next? Gruel Keyrune. Boring. Yeah, it makes a 3-2 trample. Uh, who cares? Yeah, boring. <laughs> All right, uh, we talked about the Bracers. Yeah, time. Bracers we talked about. Next up is Millennial Gar- Gargoyle. This is an artifact creature. It's a common four colorless for a 2-2 flyer. Even more boring than Gruul Kirun. Yes, really dumb and just filler, just garbage filler yeah. that you'll rarely play probably. I have a feeling we're probably going to play it, if only because it is just like a decent vanilla dude. I don't even know about de- decent. Yeah, I mean, Cypher's a thing. Battalion's a thing. Both of those kind of want unblockable things. Yeah, and Yeah, but yeah, this card, just I look at it and I just yawn. It's so fucking stupid. I wrote yawn for multiple cards on my list, by the way. That's uh, Alright, we got the the white-black Kirun, Orzov. Uh, another boring Kirun. But this one... It's defensive, which I guess Kirun's should probably all be. So That's exactly what I wrote. I said, considering how slow they are, this one's okay because the body is very defensive. Yeah. Next up is a reprint. Prophetic Prism. Hells to the yeah! I thought we weren't getting any signets in this block. I know, but we didn't. It's not a signet. It does not ramp you. But it's awesome. It draws you a card. That's even better than ramp. Eh, it depends who you're talking to. But sure. I, I love Prophetic Prison. That's all I need to say about that. What's next? Uh, Razor Tip Whip. That's a... <laughs> Sounded like a rapper. <laughs> T-t-tip! Alright. Uh, it deals... Uh, you tap one, tap it to deal one to each opponent. Sounds pretty terrible to me. <laughs> It looks unplayable, but I guess it could be okay with enough extort. I guess. Next up is Riot Gear. This is a, a common equipment. It costs two to cast, two to equip, and the equipped creature gets plus one, plus two. Unexciting, but you could probably do worse for a 23rd card. Yeah. Where's my Morning Star at? That card was way cooler. Yeah. Real quick, would you rather play this or Millennial Gargoyle as your 23rd card? This. Yeah, me too. Uh, Simic Kirun, we got a 2-3 hexproof body. <laughs> yawn. <laughs> That's like real bad. Super yawn town. This is the worst. It's like the value of these is tied pretty much exclusively to how important the mana ramp is. 
and they still seem bad to me. Like I, I, it looks like this is a slower set than Return to Ravnica, but I still don't think I want to play key runes. They're just so slow. Yeah, I mean, remember how much more excited we were about key runes the first time around? To be fair, we we thought it was more of a multicolored set at that point. Yeah. Too. Now Which, we this... we kind of know that that's not the case. That you need to draft a guild. Yeah, that's probably going to be the case here. So two color decks will probably still be king making these not good. Yeah. All right. All right. Last artifact, Sky Blinder Staff, another equipment. Cost one to cast, three to equip. Equipped creature gets plus one, plus so, and can't be blocked by creatures with flying. Ah, oh, this is really terrible. Yeah, think about how often flying creatures block in the first place, and that'll just tell you how bad this card is. So do you want to move on to a color here, or perhaps a guild next? Yeah, let's go straight to white. Up to the top. What's the first first card we need to talk about, Jeff? Uh, Aerial Maneuver is, of course, the first card we need to talk about. Sweet. And uh, I said slightly worse Mighty Leap is a still mighty fine. Hit the brakes, and they'll fly right by. It's a top I don't get that That's a Top Gun reference. Okay, well, I get that, but why does that have to do with this Because it's an aerial maneuver! Oh, I get it now. Puns. Yeah. That's not a pun, that's just a Top Gun reference. Yeah, I know, it's not even a pun. It's, it's, it's like... It's literal. <laughs> God damn you. <laughs> Alright, well, do you have anything to actually say about the card, or no? I like it. I mean, it's. I'd rather have a Swift Justice. Okay, that's fine. Next up is Angelic Edict, 5 mana sorcery, common, exile, target creature, or enchantment. I said a high price to pay, but I'll pay it gladly. Must I be a man in a lantern? Sorry. I just, the art on this card is weird. I'm, apparently I'm going all jokes with my <laughs> I I pretty much went no jokes all. That's info. good. Actually, most of mine aren't, but it just so <laughs> happens that the first two white cards are. All right, sounds good. Next up, Assault Griffin. We've seen this card before. It's a 3-2 flyer for 4 mana. I said, an old faithful, this will rarely be benched. An efficient beater is always slightly more valuable than normal due to Battalion and Cypher. Okay, then we got Court Street Denizen. Uh Uh-oh, how about Blind Obedience? Uh, We talked about that one already. No, we didn't, did we? I thought so. Maybe I'm wrong. I didn't write it down. Okay. Well, it's a rare, so it's not that important. And I, I think it's nice in the early game, but it's kind of a do-nothing in the late game. Let's just move on. Court Street Denizen. Uh, I say make sure to do some stretches before casting this guy, as he'll be forcing races all day. Notice that this ability is not optional, that you have to tap a creature and opponent controls. True. If they control no creatures, it doesn't happen, though. Sure. Next up, Daring Skyjack. 3-1 for 2 mana, common. It has Battalion, and when you attack with 3 dudes, it gets flying until end of turn. Skyjack? Really? Did Sky Knight make too much sense? (laughs) It's a knight creature, too. It makes me so bad. (laughs) I like your review. Mine was, I used to pay 1 in a white, for a 3-1 vanilla common uphill both ways through the snow and enjoy doing it. <laughs> so you like this card? Yeah. 
I don't know. I think it's kind of stupid. Two mana, three one. Come on. How much did you like Brush Strider? Say that again. How much did you like Brush Strider? I loved Brush Strider. Okay. All right. Now I get it. What's next? Uh, Debtor's Pulpit. This taps dudes on a land for five. I said, my poor man's icy manipulator costs an extra white to cast. I'll pay it, but I won't do it without complaining. <laughs> We'd probably play this as a creature enchantment, and enchant land is much safer, so I kind of like this card. Yeah, it's, it's pretty expensive, but... Yeah, but reusable tap effects, like, you don't get these anymore without mana attached to them. I mean, I, I understand that this is pay one mana, but that's cheap compared to, I don't know, all the activated abilities you see on creatures with... I'll say I'd rather have the Blinding Mage, or the... Is that what it's called? The 2-1 the... for... Or the 1-2 for 2 that taps a dude for a white? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's almost certainly better, but again, it comes with the risk of being a creature. Like, it's very... It'll be rare that someone will be able to remove your debtor's pulpit. For sure. You for and sure. I seem pretty divided on these enchant lands, I think, but that's yeah, not all that very expensive. Next up is Dutiful Thrall. It's one white for a 1-1 one, one common thrall, and you can pay a black to regenerate it. Yeah, I said this is exactly as good as Drudge Skeletons, which is to say I'm not impressed. Isn't Didn't Drudge Skeletons cost two mana? It did, but it was all black, so it's a little bit easier to, to cast and use. Here I am, ain't no man of the world, no. All I need is a dutiful thrall. Oh yeah, dutiful thrills. Silence, crickets. Yeah, crickets on All my right. Van Halen reference. <laughs> I could have gone with that. Uh, I don't even know who does it. That that beautiful girls, more modern kind of like pop reggae song. You know what I'm talking about? No idea. All right. Well, I know more about music than you. What's next? Guardian of the Gateless. We skipped Frontline Medic, or did we already talk about that? We believe we talked about that last time. I may, I might be wrong about this, but I read it, and I was like, we definitely talked about that. Well, yeah, I think we talked about some of these cards personally, just uh, you and me. That might be the issue. That's Private, happened. behind closed doors, Jeff. All right, uh, I will say, who cares? I would say it reminds me of Odric, Master Tactician. Not quite as busted, but still very good. Guardian of the Gateless. Guardian of the Gateless. I say the fact that the body on this card is quite relevant while having an awesome ability makes the blood rush to a certain part of my body. <laughs> blood rush <laughs> reference on a white card. That's... Did yeah. you whisper something there? What did you say? Did you whisper something while I was talking? Yeah, I said boner. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think it's probably not as good as it looks, if only because I want to be attacking with my 3-3 flyers, not blocking with them. Oh, man. You can block everything! You can block everything. I mean, that, and, and that'll save... survive to tell the tale! Yeah, I mean, if you're blocking two things... It's a 5-5! Five five. That's huge! Yeah, but, I mean, if it's a 3-3 three three and a 2-2, two two, which is not completely outlandish uh, to think about, you know, like... This card's... It's good. I, I just don't... I think that... The ability makes it seem really good, and it's half the time you're just going to cast it and turn it sideways, so the blocking shit is irrelevant. Uh, next up is Guild Scorn Ward. It's a white creature enchantment at common, and the enchanted creature has protection from multicolored. 
And the award for playable enchant creature goes to... Not this card. Yeah. Somehow build your own enemy of the guild pact as a white card. <laughs> it's terrible. They let, well, I mean, they had a creature that had this ability in the last Ravnica block, and it was black, and now somehow this is white. Uh, uh, yeah, I know, and the white one was pro mono color. Yeah, it's really bizarre. Next up. Uh, next up is Hold the Gates. Uh, this is uh, plus O, plus one to each creature you control for each gate you control, and it, they have Vigilance. So they have Vigilance no matter what, and then for every gate you control, your creatures get plus O, plus one? Yeah. It's probably not worth a card, but the Vigilance is good against Cypher. I said Anthems usually need to increase power for me to care. This card does not change that fact. Yep. I don't like it either. Next up, Holy Mantle. Two colorless and two white for a creature enchantment that says, Enchanted creature gets plus two plus two and has protection from creatures. So it's a double spirit mantle. And I don't know. It's much better than a mantle full of holes. I got it. Heyo. I said plus two plus two unblockable is quite good, but the risk may outweigh the reward. Possible. Keep going. Knight of Obligation. I'm obligated to pick this highly. <laughs> nice. Excellent card. Ugly Horse. Uh, Night Watch is up next. This is a common sorcery for five mana. It says put two 2-2 two, two white knight creature tokens with vigilance onto the battlefield. It's a poor man's Tarans invocation. I said, not as good as the Russian vampire movie, also not as good as a 4-4 with Vigilance, but I'm happy to see this for the full block. That is a sweet movie, by the way. It is a sweet movie. Nightwatch. <laughs> In case you couldn't tell what we were talking about. <laughs> uh, um, next card. Night Rider. Uh, so, Nav Squad <laughs> Commandos, did we talk about? We didn't talk about Luminate Primordial yet. Yeah, I couldn't remember if we talked about that or not. Uh, it's big and does big things. It's a very expensive Flame Tongue Kavu, but it's a Flame Tongue Kavu nonetheless. Yeah. Nav Squad Commandos. There it is. I said possibly too slow to be swarming with, but it will survive most combats. Yeah, it's a fine battalion enabler, but pretty unexciting. At the very least, it seems larger than most non-gruel creatures in the set. Yeah. So it should be able to attack and block pretty easily, unless you're playing against Gruel. Which is grueling. Yeah, that would be grueling to play against Gruel all day. Speak, quick sidebar, are you playing a pre-release, Jeff? No. No? If you were, what guild would you choose? Oh, they're doing the guild choose again? Oh, yeah. I would choose Orzov in, in a heartbeat. That was, so just snap decision, no problem. You take orders. Yeah, I, I just want to play a dirtily stupid deck. I don't. Okay. I don't want to play any of this attacking business. I want to <laughs> kill you with my activated abilities. All right. Yeah, I don't. I, I'm gonna play in one. I don't know what guild I want to be. So maybe when we're done, we can figure that out. Next up is Righteous Charge. This is an uncommon sorcery for a colorless and two white creatures you control get plus two plus two until end of turn. It's not an instant, but it could still be playable as like a homeless man's overrun. Yeah, I said a little awkward at sorcery speed, but probably worth the spot in any aggressive deck. Yeah, 
Uh, shielded Passage. Prevent all damage that would be dealt to target creature this turn instant. I said sideboard fodder and not even great at that. It's a neat trick, but it's much worse than just granting protection to a creature. Yeah. Next up is Smite, reprint, instant, single white, mana to cast it, destroy target blocked creature. I'm looking forward to leaving a flaming boot of feces on my opponent's doorsteps. I said I liked this better when it killed Eldrazi. It's <laughs> a great point. It used to do that. Yeah. Now it, it doesn't do shit. I, I mean, what do you think of the art on this card? I kind of like it, except for the fact that the boots look like flaming bags of poo. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't looked at all the art. Well, I just like it, it, like the buddies of this dude who got exploded, or like looking back on like, holy shit, that could have been one of us. I don't know. Flaming boots of poo. <laughs> Flaming poo boots. Uh, did you write anything for Syndic of the Tithes? Because I know I, we've talked about this at some point. Oh, I did. Okay. I, um, I wrote a bear after my own heart. Okay. I didn't write anything because I couldn't think of anything clever to say. But I do like the card. It's very good. Next up, Urbis Protector. Six mana for a 1-1. One, one. What? When Urbis Protector enters the battlefield, put a 4-4 white angel creature token with flying onto the battlefield. He's an uncommon. It's the rich man's voice of the provinces, and it would go well with a blink effect. Yeah, I said bad against bounce. Awesome when paired with it. I'm looking forward to recasting this, if at all possible. Yeah. This guy seems kind of sweet. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. it requires you to pair it with blue, which is not a guild in this. So... What's next? Uh, we got a tiger. It's a Ricci tiger. Uh, I said life gain is bad, but attached to a creature makes it better, but high costs make me stop caring. I can already tell that I'm going to hate playing against this card. It'll probably be my least favorite card in the set to play against. <laughs> Doesn't it just look annoying? You're just like, oh, they have a 2-3, yeah. gain 2 life every turn. Like, it's... I hate if they're doing that though. They're losing out on two mana. I don't know. I know that's, terrible. but that's what I hate about it is that it's one of those cards that people will think is good, and so they'll play it and they'll activate it over and over again. And if it just makes me, it makes it take longer for them to die. And <laughs> well, and like it's the problem with it is is not that it's grinding them out, but then they'll look back and they'll point to this card and say like, "This is the card that kept me alive that whole time," and it'd be like. Yeah, but that's also the reason you weren't winning, because you weren't doing anything except gaining two life every turn. Cards like yeah. this I just hate playing against because I think these are the best kind of skill testers because people will point to them and be like, this is the reason I lived for so long, you know? And this is the reason I didn't lose, but it actually is the reason they did lose. I don't know. Anyway, I agree. I think it's bad. I think it's fine. I think it's playable. Like you said, incidental life gain on a creature is cool. I just, God, I really am going to vomit every time someone lands one of these on the battlefield against me. I think that it's it probably should be in the board most games. but Yeah. All right. Next, we're into blue. Blue cards. Uh, did we talk about etherize? No, we did not. Okay, I did not write anything. Holy blowout, Batman. Be wary of attacking into open three colorless and a blue. Yeah. This card seems really good. Uh, it could be a blowout, that's for sure. It could also just bounce one thing. I mean, if it bounces two things, you're happy. I yeah. 
I mean, the problem is is that they're probably going to get to recast one, but. But with all of the creature enchantments, I think it's probably even worth it just if you're getting one dude sometimes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it just seems really good to me. Uh, anyway, next up, Agoraphobia. Creature enchantment, a colorless and a blue, uncommon. Enchanted creature gets minus five, minus zero, and you can pay two colorless and a blue to return it to its owner's hand. The option to reset it on a better creature is nice, but it's also pretty expensive. Yeah, I said blue doesn't get good ways to deal with creatures, and this isn't much better than the norm. <laughs> I like it. Uh, clinging anemones. Anemones, that's sweet. Uh, this is a 1-4 defender with Evolve for four. And I say blue does... Or nope, I already said that one. <laughs> I say I would much rather evolve something that can attack, but I'll run this... On some occasions. Yeah. This is your Evolver problem solver, thanks to 4 Toughness. Yeah. That's true. Is it actually supposed to be Anemones, or did they spell it wrong on purpose? I always thought it was Anemones. No, it's Anemones. Really? Yeah, you've been saying it wrong. I've been saying it wrong my entire life. I blame my second grade teacher who took me to the tide pools. Stupid. Stupid second grade teacher. Next up, Diluvian Primordial. There's yeah. a whole cycle of these big, rare monsters. Uh, this effect is worse than the White Primordial, but the creature is better. I like it. It's big and kills people. Yay. <laughs> What's next? That's all I have to say. Yeah. Uh, frilled Oculus. I said, talk about a sexy homunculus. Blue Walla? Yes, please. It's a blue root walla. Yeah. I love these cards. Um, next is Incursion Specialist. Yeah. One threes for two aren't great, but at least this guy has some upside. I said, who would have thought a homunculus would be sexier than a wizard? But Perverts. It's... Yeah. Next up, Key Master Rogue. Three colors and a blue for a common 3-2 human rogue creature. He is unblockable, and when he enters the battlefield, return a creature you control to its owner's hand. What do you think about this card? I said I would like a couple come into play abilities for me to enjoy running this, but the body is probably worth the cost. If this is Vince Clortho, then Urbis Protector is Zul. <laughs> That's a good reference. <laughs> <laughs> there is no Dana, only Zul. Only Zul. I'm the keymaster. Are you the gatekeeper? I am not. I am not. <laughs> I'd like to speak to Dana. Is Dana here? All right, go watch Ghostbusters, kids. Yeah, that movie uh, is... It actually still kind of holds up. I oh, really, sure. really like that one. Uh, next up, Last Thoughts. Uh, I said better than Curiosity? I think so. Running it in every deck, not likely. Yeah, it's probably my favorite Cypher card, but it doesn't do anything to help you get through like a lot of the other ones do. This is your favorite one? I, I love the design of it. I, I, I think that this oh, is... Oh, you, you don't think it's the best one? No, no, it's definitely not the best one. I just like it. I just think it's I, a cool I, card. I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, Leyline Phantom. Uh, I said five mana, five fives in blue are usually much worse than this, and combine this with Extort, and you have the most expensive recursive drain one in the history of magic. (laughs) 
I would never run two of these, but one is probably okay. I think this card's sweet. Yeah, this was uh, the limited resources spoiler card. They talked at length about it. I encourage you to go listen to their podcast about it, listeners. I think they were... I think this is kind of the trouble with a lot of magic spoiler spoilers that they give out to the masses is that because it's the one spoiler that some people get, they're very high on it. Yeah. They tend to like, people tend to only look at the good stuff and, and the limited resources guys are usually pretty good about keeping things in perspective, but they were getting really excited about this card. And I, and I'm not saying it's bad. I do think it's a pretty cool card and a good card, but I don't know. Like I said, one copy is probably the most I would want to run. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in general, five mana cards you don't want a lot of, so... Yeah. Uh, next up, Metropolis Sprite, a 1-2 two for two with flying, and you can pay a blue and give it plus one, minus one until end of turn. I wrote Yawn. <laughs> it's not, she's not too impressive on her own, but she's a fine cipher target. I think that any card like this, like cheap, evasive cards, are probably going to find a home in some decks. Sure. Uh, Mind Eye Drake. Uh, I say this card may as well not have an extra ability. And a 2 5 flying for 5 is fine, but not impressive. Yeah, because reprinting Bell Tower Sphinx would have been too easy. <laughs> yeah, by the way, this card mills 5 when it dies. That's the extra ability. Yeah. Pretty lame. Next up is Realm Right. This is a 1-mana one 1-1 one, one in blue. It's a rare. As it enters the battlefield, choose a basic land type. Lands you control are the chosen type in addition to their other types. Sweet mana fixing, but very fragile. I said, I like fixing as much as the next guy, but I somehow expected more. Yeah, I really don't know how often you're going to want to run this. I think you'd have to be pretty desperate for yeah. fixing. Yeah, I agree. Let's keep going. Uh, Sage's Row Denizen. I said, might be the worst in the cycle, but pretty sweet in multiples. This will definitely depend on whether two or three power is the standard. Yeah. As in, it's butt. If it's butt matters, this card is playable. If it's not, then... This, this plus the key master equals mill two with buyback for four mana. That's not bad. Uh, Okay. Play the key master, return the key master. Play the key master, return the key master. Didn't think about that. Yeah. So there's a little engine there. And they're both common, I think, right? Or is the key master? Yeah, yeah. Key both, master's both common, com- yeah. Yeah. So there's there could be a sweet little blue mill strategy there. Next up is Sapphire Drake, six mana for a four four flyer. Each creature you control with a plus one plus one counter on it has flying. I will undoubtedly splash for this at some point. I said, evolving my creatures in multiple ways, this is the kind of card I want to spend six mana on. Yeah, this card seems really good. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, Scatter Arc. This is not dismiss, but it is a decent sideboard card. I said, I'd rather pay two for my negates, and I didn't play those very often. Yeah, it's not, not great. Did we talk about... We did talk about Simic Flux Mage. Next up is Simic Manipulator. And this one is... I'm going to read what this one does, because it seems kind of important. It's an evolved creature. It's an 0-1. It costs 3 mana. 
You can tap and remove one or more plus one plus one counters from the manipulator. Gain control of target creature with power less than or equal to the number of plus one plus one counters removed this way. What do you think? I said probably not activating this more than once a game and probably not until late in the game, making me fairly unimpressed with a card that says gain target creature or gain control of target creature. Legacies of Lure is one of my favorite blue cards of all time, so boner? So much worse than that, though. <laughs> it, it is, but... Ah, God, I still just really want to run this card. If you if you gain control of even just like a 1-1 plus some other creature, I think that that's just enough value to make this worth it. And every, everything's going to evolve it, for the most part. It won't be hard to get two counters on this guy. No, no, not at all. That's what I really like about it. Like, normally the yeah. 01 body would be a liability, and it still kind of is, but I do think this is one of those cards that your opponent will probably have to kill on sight if they're able to. Because otherwise yep. you're just going to start stealing other dudes. Anyway, what's next? Sky Games. I said more like Sky Lames. <laughs> Another enticing enchant land, but why the sorcery speed only clause? Enticing? I'd, I'd li- I said it earlier. It sounds like I'm going to like these cards more than you. I do think this is really bad. but Okay, thank you. I just needed you to say that. Yeah, no, this is one where, whatever, you're already playing blue. Do you really need to be giving your guys flying? Probably not. Not for a... Yeah, it does nothing. Uh, anyway. Uh, spell Rupture. Spell Rupture. Much worse than Mana Leak in the early game, but it scales up nicely. I said this card is bad which is why I will be very tilted when I lose to it. <laughs> That's how these cards work. Next up, Totally Lost. And this is a 5-mana instant put target non-land permanent on top of its owner's library. It's common. Said this is so very close to costing too much for me to want to start it in my main deck. Target John Locke fights target Jack Shepard. You gain life equal to Hurley's waist size. That's a lot of life. Yeah. A, um, <laughs> would you play that card? The, sorry for the burn, Hurley. Uh, the one you just <laughs> you just named? Wait, what? The, the Jack Shepard and John Locke card? Yeah, would you play that? Yeah, sure. I'll play anything that has to do with Lost. <laughs> What's next? Uh, Void Walk. Uh, this is a kind of a confusing cipher. It uh, exiles a creature and returns to the battlefield under its owner's control at the beginning of the next end step, which is to say, don't target your ciphered creature because the ability will go away. Yeah. It doesn't say creature you control, though, so like Hands of Binding, this will help you connect with encoded creatures in general. Oh. So you I can did not even realize that. Yeah, you can exile your opponent's creatures with it. It's pretty sweet. Cool. cool. Next up, Way of the Thief, four mana creature enchantment. Enchanted creature gets plus two plus two, and enchanted creature is unblockable as long as you control a gate. The best of use of this card is reminding us that Way of the Gun exists. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, worse than the white version of it, which is to say not good. Yeah. If you've never seen Way of the Gun, listeners, go do yourself a favor if you're old enough to rent R-rated movies and, and rent that and just watch the first scene. If you don't like it, turn it off. 
You know, people rent movies via the internet now. They don't really give a shit about your age on the internet. That's true. Just saying. You little kitties out there, you like six year olds, go rent Way of the Gun. Yeah. You like You'll to be fuck dead babies? <laughs> you like to fuck boys? <laughs> you like to fuck dead baby heads? <laughs> Thanks, Sarah Silverman. Oh, God, she's the best. Um, Black cards, just in time for dead babies. All right. Uh, Basilica Screecher. Ho, ho, ho. Balistrade Spy, my friend. Did we already talk about this creature? We have not talked about this card. Uh, oh, it's out of order on um, Salvation. Sorry. Oh, you're using mtghipster.com? I am. Oh, man. All right. This is a, do you, did you have something written for this card? Yeah, I do. All right. It's a 2-3 flyer for four mana. It's a common. And when it enters the battlefield, target player, it, it does the weird milling thing that Return to or Gate Crash cards do, where they reveal cards from the top until they hit a land, and then all those cards get milled. Yep. I like mill cards that are also serviceable creatures, so I will play this card. I said the body is only okay for four mana, and I guess milling might be a thing, but I'm staying away until I lose to it at least three times. Three times? Yeah. All right, let me know how many drafts it takes. All right. That, that would be fun to find out. <laughs> we'll let you know. Uh, Basilicus Creature. Uh, this is two mana, one, two flying extort. And I said, yeah, I'll pretty much play anything that has extort on it. <laughs> Not because it is good, but because I am dumb. Yeah, all right. <laughs> I'm glad you're willing to admit that. Unimpressive body, but extort is nice and cipher wants evasive dudes, so we will reluctantly play this card. Or if you're Jeff, you will gladly play this card. Windmill slam it. Yeah. Next up is Contaminated Ground. I think this is a reprint. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It makes a land into a swamp, and then if the controller taps it, they lose two life. And I would say it would only be relevant if at least 75% of your creatures have Swamp Walk. Good luck with that. <laughs> I said, do me a favor and never play this card. All right. Uh, Corpse Blockade. Three mana, one four defender. Sack another creature. It gains death touch until end of turn. I said, I may have to play cards like this if I really need a curve filler, but I'll do it kicking and screaming. Yeah. Death touch would be a lot more relevant if it had power greater than one. Yeah. Never mind. Hold on, hold on. What? Scratch what I just said. That made no sense. Yeah. For some reason, I thought this was uh, that angel that could block a million things. Oh, yeah. It turns out I'm just really dumb. It would also... It's just the it's just like inherently a two-for-one on yourself. I, I hate it. But. Yeah. Yeah, the whole sacrificing a creature thing is weird. I think there's a sub-theme with that going on. But yeah, I'd, in Limited, I rarely want to sacrifice my creature unless I'm getting a very big benefit. Mm-hmm. Next up is Death's Approach. This is an enchant creature for a single black man. It's common. Enchanted creature gets minus X, minus X, where X is the number of creature cards in its controller's graveyards. and encourages you to mill, and it's better in multiples, if only because if you kill something with one of these, that's one more creature in the graveyard for the next Death's Approach. But this is clunky. I said, this isn't the removal spell you're looking for. Move along. Move along. What's next? Uh, Devour Flesh. Uh, it's a Diabolic Edict that uh, the controller gains life equal to the creature's toughness. 
I said, I'm glad this card exists, but I'm not that happy to play it. Yeah, I know I'll have to target myself with this card at least once, and I already hate myself for it. <laughs> you are already pretty sure you're losing that game. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Dying Wish uh, does not grab cards from your sideboard. Boring. Uh, yeah. I said, my Dying Wish is for wizards to print better uncommons than this garbage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are you dying? No. Slowly. I don't like this card, but I might play it as a situational finisher in a very aggressive deck. Oh, man, that sounds horrible. Yeah, but... I know. But, I mean, <laughs> sometimes you stretch for weird playables like this. It's just, like, uh, I, I hate that it's... It feels it feels almost strictly unplayable to me, but I don't know. But can you envision that scenario I'm talking about, though, where basically you land this on a creature towards the end of the game and then you just send it in there? Yeah, they have to take it or block it and they're just dead yeah yeah they're just dead either way and i mean yeah for sure i I get what you mean board stall breaker i guess hey it's i do not think it's good though next up a good card grizzly spectacle four mana total for a common instant destroy target non-artifact creature its controller puts a number of cards equal to that creature's power from the top of his or her library into his or her graveyard Better than all the common removal in Return to Ravnica, and we're not even halfway through this set. So, that's cool. I said, this is the removal spell you're looking for. <laughs> and it's not splashable. Fuck yeah. Yeah, what's next? Uh, Gutter Skulk. It's a grizzly bear. I said, I'm glad bears exist, but they sure do make me indifferent. Zombie rat bear. Eat it, Simic. <laughs> It's a zombie rat bear. It's not a bear, though. It is a bear. I mean, it's a bear in function. That sounds like a bear to me. That's true. Uh, Next card is... Horror of the Dim. Yeah. Five mana for a 3-4. You can pay a blue, and it gets hexproof until end of turn. A rubbleback rhino for which I have to leave up off-color mana? No thanks. I said, I take it back. My dying wish is to replace <laughs> is to replace hexproof with shroud. <laughs> I hate you, hexproof. <laughs> hexproof. Why is do worse. you exist? Uh, next up is illness in the ranks, an uncommon enchantment for a single black creature tokens. Get minus one, minus one until end of turn. So much for lingering souls. <laughs> oh, sucker! I said this will be a sweet sideboard card in the full block. Kinda. <laughs> kind of maybe keep going uh killing glare uh it's an x in black instant destroy target creature with power x or less i said i'm happy with disembowel and this is normally just strictly better yeah it's okay to overpay for this if you can't use the mana otherwise especially against an attacking gruel player what a gruel god, god keep going with the gruel puns you were yelling at me for making like literal jokes earlier I know. Uh, all right. Uh, Lord of the Void. Mythic Rare. I said, pay, Sam, pay seven mana, win game next turn, yawn. Yeah, seven mana is a lot, but this guy's probably worth it and limited. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Just win. <laughs> uh, next card is Mental Vapors. I said, I didn't think Last Thoughts was all that amazing, so I'm going to like this even less. Yeah. 
Henceforth, all my farts at magic events shall be known as mental vapors. Gross. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's like no, that didn't come out of my butt. I was just thinking really hard. Yeah. And I had the mental vapors. Yeah. <laughs> all right. We're a classy uh, podcast, aren't we? Too classy. Next card, Midnight Recovery. I said, this is closer to the level of last thoughts, but I'm only running this if there's a reason I want to fish out of the yard. Yeah, it's close to unbeatable in the best case scenario, but it's pretty unimpressive otherwise. It's like a really slow raised dead. Yeah, yeah. Next up is Ogre Slumlord. This is a rare 3-3 for 5 mana. We talked about him already. Did we? Pretty sure. But go ahead and lay your one-liner on me. All right. Classic example of a powerful limited rare that will be last picked in the rare draft. Hell yeah. Um, Sepulchral... Whoa. How do you say that? I think that's it. Sepulchral. Sepulchral. Sepulchral Primordial. I hate saying that word. Uh, I like this design slightly more than the Lord, but it is still just a massive seven mana dude. More like pay more deal, right? (laughs) All right, that was a good one. (laughs) Thank, Thank you. Thank you. I'll be here all episode. Next up, Shadow Alley Denizen. Single black for a common 1-1 vampire rogue. Whenever another black creature enters the battlefield under your control, target creature gains intimidate until end of turn. An awesome cipher enabler. enabler. Ah, I said this doesn't seem to fit with the rest of black's cards. Are you kidding me? <laughs> so I'm guessing it will sit on the sidelines. It's not Black is not an aggressive color at all. Yeah, but it's not about just being aggressive. It's just about I, getting your cipher, your encoded dude in there. None of the cipher cards excite me. I don't want to cast any of them in the first place. Oh, man. Some of them are good. No. The next one is not. Shadow Slice. (laughs) Five mana for a sorcery. Target opponent loses three life. It has cipher. And I never thought I'd say this, but I miss Bump in the Night. (laughs) I said less good than Lava Axe and not in the right color. Quick aside. Have you ever listened to the Bump in the Night podcast? I have not. Have you heard of it? Do you know what it is? No. It's this dude who plays electronic music. It's like an actual podcast as they were originally intended. Like it's a radio show where this dude just spins electronic music. Okay. But apparently he's a magic player, so. Oh, and that's where he got the name? Yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. I would be interested to hear more music shows from... Magic people, I guess. Mm-hmm. Maybe not. I don't know. Because I'm not a big electronic music person, but I listened to one episode. It was pretty good. Cool. Anyway, I'm digressing. Let's keep going. Yeah. Uh, Slate Street Ruffian. This is to call us in black for 2-2. Whenever he becomes blocked, defending player discards a card. I said this will probably sneak in four damage before doing nothing. So it's okay. <laughs> no one will ever want to block this, so it's nice with Cypher, but it's still really easy to trade with if that Cypher is something that they don't want to happen, you know? Right. Next up is Smog Elemental. This is an uncommon six mana for a 3-3 flyer. Creatures with flying your opponent's control get minus one, minus one. Somehow the Smog just doesn't affect your creatures. Okay. <laughs> your creatures love Smog. Yeah. Uh, I said solid man against decks with flying mediocre elsewhere. I foresee me wanting to spend six on a different card often, but we'll play this 
if it ends up in my pile. Yeah. Syndicate Enforcer is next. Four mana for 3-2 with Extort. It's a common. Yeah, I said doesn't fit that well in my Extort deck, but who am I kidding? I'll play this anyway. Yeah, I said Extort is pretty defensive, and a 3-2 for 4 is not. So doesn't really make sense. It doesn't, but I I guess they kind of have to make cards like this, right? I guess so, I don't know. (laughs) I guess, I mean, they did. (laughs) (laughs) All right, next card, Thrill Parasite. I just said I love this little parasite because this is this is what I'm talking about on an extort card. Just hose and Simic being sweet. <laughs> Even with extort, I'm not sure if this is playable. Oh, you're so wrong. I love it. Why? Because it's cheap. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's. I guess it's good with your other extort cards. Yeah, I'm assuming that I'm playing like a bunch of extort cards. So when I like rip this off the top, it's like, oh. I'll extort you for three and play my Thrill Parasite. Okay. And then I'm going to remove all your counters. Yeah, you're probably right. I probably didn't get a good read on this card. It does seem better when you put it in that context. Like, I'm sure, I'm sure it's not amazing, but I think it's playable. Yeah, I, I think the card itself is unexciting, but the fact that it is an extort card that if you draw in the late game, you're going to be able to use all your other extort guys probably at the same time. So that's cool. Yeah. I mean, I get it. That That makes sense. Next up, Undercity Informer. 2-3 three for 3. You can pay 1, sacrifice a creature, target opponent, or player. Reveals cards from the top of his or library until they hit a land, and they mill all those cards. It's a steep cost for milling, but if that's your plan, this is potentially a finisher if you have enough creatures. Yeah, I said I'm still not sold on mill being a viable option, but the more cards printed, the more likely it becomes. Yeah. Neither one of us made a snow reference there. Remember that Informer song? Fuck no, dude. Think about how old I am right now. (laughs) You're not that much older than me. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, You've never heard that? that Oh, man. I don't even want to sing it because it'll... It's so bad. You sang like four different songs already. What's to stop you? Yeah, but I like those other songs. (laughs) Okay, then don't. Uh, Next card. Informer. Uh, White of Precinct 6. <laughs> Keep going. Okay, I said, I said starting to get sold on Mill when you get cards that actually damage the opponent based on <laughs> See, that's why I don't like these cards. But anyway, I don't, I don't think this is an ideal turn 2 play, but it's not hard to make this guy a 3-3. So he seems pretty, pretty okay to me. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think this card's good. Well, not yeah. good. But... No, I, I think he is pretty good. I mean, it's a boneyard worm, but it's not as good as that. Well, it's your opponent's <laughs> graveyard, and it encourages you to kill your opponent's creatures, which you should want to do anyway. Hell and you're yeah, playing yeah. black. Not that we saw more than, like, one removal spell through all of those black cards. I guess yeah. we saw two. There was an uncommon, but, yeah. All right, moving on. Red cards. Act of Treason. Reprint. It's one of the more disgusting pieces of magic art that I can remember. It reminds me of Baron Harkonnen from Dune in the Dune movie. I said corset cards make me sleepy. <laughs> Yawn. Um, next card, Bomber Core. Uh, I said the worst Tim ever? Probably not, <laughs> but pretty close. It takes a lot of work for this guy to deal a measly one damage. No thank you. Next up, Cinder Elemental, 4 mana for a 2-2, uncommon creature. 
You can pay X red and tap it and sacrifice it. Cinder Elemental deals X damage to target creature or player. They rarely let these fireball on a stick creatures target both creatures and players. This card is sweet. Yeah, I said winner for best uncommon in the set. It's up there for sure. Uh, yeah, for sure. What's next? Uh, crackling Perimeter. <laughs> My comment is just, um, no. <laughs> Burning Vengeance is rolling in its grave right now. <laughs> Tap an untapped gate. Crackling Perimeter deals one damage to each opponent. Like, I can't oh, even hit creatures with yeah, it. I know! It's so bad! God! Why couldn't it hit creatures? Alright, whatever. I like how the gates come into play tap, too. It's like... Yeah, I know. Oh, this, it's such this a fucking be, slap in the face. This would be a fun deck if it could hit creatures. It'd be fun to just draft every gate you see. Yeah. But, but no. I mean, you gotta think that there's... Like, in Dragon's Mage, there's gonna be something crazy to do with the gates, right? I assume they're gonna print some sweet gates, I'm hoping. Okay. Uh, some some non, like... Not not the normal gates we've been seeing, but some something interesting. I'm hoping. I don't know. But they're, like, referencing gates on cards that don't even have to do with gates, like that one angel that's guardian of the gateless. You gotta think that, may, like, is this crackling perimeter gonna, be, gonna become playable at some point? I think it... it ha- I mean... It must. Maybe there's a card that's like all lands you control are gates. I don't know. Okay. Still, this card sucks. Yeah, <laughs> just it's real, just, real bad. I'm just saying. All right, Ember Beast. Uh, I said I'd rather have Mog Flunkies, but this is probably fine. This is a cool reprint. I love the art update. Next up, Firefist Striker, two one for two with Battalion, and when it and two other creatures attack, target creature can't block this turn. This seems like it's going to be one of the most important cards in Battalion decks. Yeah, I said more Battalion cards like this could make Boros a scary thing. Yeah, this card seems really good. Uh, yeah, I mean, in doubles, that's absurd. Yep. But, it is uh, an uncommon. Yeah. It's next. Five Alarm Fire. Uh, I said, this reminds me of Jite if Jite was a mediocre do-nothing enchantment. <laughs> Well, I wrote, it might look like a do-nothing, but it encourages you to do something you already want to do, which is attack the opponent, so I'll probably play this. Yeah, it's like a a suspend, like, to deal five to a creature player to me. I mean, I don't see this ever happening twice. Yeah, I mean, that is the nice thing about it, is that you will, you could do it twice. It's possible. That'd be a long, grindy game, though. Yeah, well, I mean, against an extort opponent, you might get there. Yeah, they, I, if they're gaining life all the time. So. That's possible. Next up is Foundry Street Denizen. It's a one-mana, one-one, and whenever another red creature enters the battlefield under your control, the Foundry Street guy gets plus one plus zone until end of turn, so I think it's going to be much easier to keep this guy attacking as a two-one and constructed than in limited because you're going to be playing two-color decks, so I, I don't like this card. I said Ryan Hogan told me he will be first picking these all day. That means this is probably unplayable. Yeah, probably a terrible card in that case. <laughs> um, Furious Resistance. Uh, instant for target blocking creature gets plus three plus O and gains first strike for one. I said Smite is okay. This is less than okay. Yeah, blocking creature only is pretty bad, but at least it's easy to leave up the mana for it. I guess. It's not, it's not good. <laughs> Feels terrible. Uh, Hellraiser Goblin. A.K.A. Kool-Aid Goblin. Kool-Aid Goblin. Look at him bust through that wall. Oh, yeah, you're right. That's awesome. (laughs) Uh, 
right. Cards like this are why evaluating magic cards for limited is hard. I think it is awesome, but only time will tell. See, I think this card is probably not that good. I don't think the haste is worth the attack each combat of Fable. I don't know. I don't like not having options when I play Magic, and this card takes away one of like the biggest options you have in a limited game, which is, do I attack or do I not attack? Gives you crazy advantage on every creature you play after that, though. I don't know. What do you mean? On Just on tempo? Yeah, I mean, it's like you, it, you every creature comes in play with haste. That's pretty fucking good. It is. I just, yeah, I don't, I mean, you didn't as play... Long as, we as, didn't as long as you're staying... Though. Yeah, but this is a body. I mean, yeah. that's very different. I understand. I, I mean, I, I do think it has potential. I'm just pretty wary of it. I don't think this card is that good. Next up is Homing Lightning. This is an uncommon instant. Two colors and two red. It deals four damage to target creature and each other creature with the same name as that creature. This is a cool card, but it mostly just makes me excited about Magic's first red-blue Planeswalker in Dragon's Maze. Is that true? Well, this guy in the flavor text, Ral Zarek, I think he's a planeswalker, and he's he looks very red blue, and he's noted on a lot of red and blue cards. So I'm assuming we're gonna get a red blue planeswalker. Sweet, uh, exciting, isn't it? That is exciting. Uh, I said fine removal for four, and again, happy to see it is not splashable. Yeah, too bad it can't hit players. That'd be you too good at that point. Maybe. I don't know. Well, not not too good. It'd be it'd be very good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. All right, next card, Madcap Skills. <laughs> Got them Madcap Skills. Uh, I said this is reminiscent... I thought, I thought that was your comment. <laughs> no. I said this is reminiscent of Lightning Talons from Shards Block, which was a little bit of a sleeper. Uh, this might be even better, as it can create a surprise unblockable monster. Yeah, if they do block, you're probably looking at a 2 for 2, and if they have removal, you're looking through, looking at a 1 for 2. Is it worth it? I'm not saying it won't ever be worth it, but just oh. you need to ask yourself that question when you play this card. Yeah, but the turn you play it, it's going to blow the world open. Yeah. I, I'm, I see the potential of this card. I'm just saying you need to keep your pants on. Uh, I actually had something for Legion, Legion Loyalist, the 1-1 rare dude with haste. Oh, did we, oh, did we not talk about him? We, I think this is another one that we talked about after the podcast. Oh, okay. Between the sheets. I mean, behind closed doors. Uh, oh, <laughs> I just said the art is dying for a Tyrion Lannister alteration. Ah, oh, yeah. Like I would also love to see that. Next up, Mark for Death. Yeah, I said not sure this is the kind of falter Red is looking for. Works. I think it's very cool. It works as removal or a falter or both. I like that. It's like maybe removal though. If you have a small dude, like you can't attack with that small dude now. I don't know. You have to like everything has to align for that to work as removal. Like, yeah. Rook work is decent. Like But it's it's kind of just like a card that says target creature you control fights target creature an opponent controls if you want it and, to. And skip your attack step. Yes, kind of. Yeah. But I mean if you have two creatures that could profitably quote unquote fight another creature, then you I don't know. I, I think this card's pretty good. Although I do think the name is like, it sounds like a black card, and it's a red card. Yeah, true. Alright, Massive Raid. 
I said probably only happy to have this in battalion decks, and even then, it is still not the greatest of values. Yeah, it's potentially very explosive, but it's also potentially zero or one damage for three mana. It's a huge variance in power level, depending upon where you are in the game. Right. Molten Primordial is next. This is a 6-4 for 7, and it has haste, and when it enters the battlefield, for each opponent, you get to threaten them. You steal another creatures and attack with it for a turn. Did I say pay more deal? I meant pay more deal. <laughs> uh, why does it say up to one creature? So, so like, if you have an opponent, you could choose not to target them? Uh, yeah, I mean, why doesn't it just say you may take control? I don't know, that's kind of weird. That's a good question, I don't really know. I'm sure there's a reason, though. Probably. Uh, I said nothing about this. It's a big Primordial, answer. yeah. That card, this is definitely my favorite of the Primordial cycle. They're all good, but yeah. I mean, they're all, so they're all monsters. This one's probably the best since it has haste. But, yeah. Well, and uh, it, I don't know, it just seems like, this is another one where if you cast it, you get to win that turn instead of waiting a turn to win. Right, it's like a Markov Warlord. Yes, I think it's probably better than that. Well, Markov Warlord cost one red less. Yeah, this one has two extra power, and I get to steal one of their dudes. Uh, maybe. Oh, um, yeah, anyway. All right, next card is Mugging. Uh, I said I will definitely be mugging people in the near future, and I'll play this card a lot too. Yeah, remember to make a stupid face every time you cast this card. Ripscale Predator? Yeah. I said, seems like a nice top end for the red decks. I said, nice top end filler for your mana curve. So, get off my party line, Jeff. I'm sorry. Next up, Scorch Walker. 5-1 for 4. Blood Rush for 3 mana. You can give a creature an attack creature plus 5 plus 1 until end of turn. What do you think? I said, you are probably never casting this but it will still end up in your 23. Yeah, possibly the worst Blood Rush creature, but a potential 3-mana Lava Axe is tempting. Skin Brand Goblin. 2-2 two, two for 2 with Blood Rush for a single red. Uh, yeah. I Isn't it 2-1, not a 2-2? Two, two? Yes, I'm sorry. It is a 2-1. So you can pay a red and discard it to give an attack creature plus 2, plus 1 until end of turn. Yeah, I... All the Blood Rush cards are good. Yeah, this was one of the best two-drop designs I've seen in recent memory, just because of how well it scales to the late game. Right. Like, you draw this late, if the 2-1 isn't relevant, at least the pump effect might be. Mm -hmm. uh, Structural Collapse is next. Six mana for a sorcery at common. Target player sacrifices an artifact and a land, and the card deals two damage to that player. Token Terrible Red Land Destruction card? Check. I said, I fear this as much as I fear an earthquake happening in Florida. <laughs> Didn't they have earthquakes on the East Coast, like, last year at some point, like up in New York? I don't know. I've never felt an earthquake here. Not to say that I feel many earthquakes in California, either. That's always blown way out of proportion. I never feel them. Yeah, it's just when the big ones happen, and they haven't had one here in a while. Probably just means we're due. Eh, probably. What's next? To Towering Thunderfist. Uh, I said an okay top end, but five mana has always been a competitive slot. Yeah, apparently this is the Vigilance set. Yeah, there's a lot of Vigilance. A lot of Vigilance cards. Next up is Warmind Infantry. 
It's a nice use of battalion because the creature is respectable without the battalion bonuses. Yeah, I said another decent creature with a decent bonus from battalion. This mechanic has me looking for the nearest hammock. As in, I want to take a nap. It's boring. <laughs> it it kind of does suck for Gruul that they have the most straightforward mechanic of the set. Like, There's nothing really exciting about what they're doing. They're just getting a bunch of value on all their creatures. Well, I was talking about Battalion, but... Oh, shit. Yeah, I guess they're but both kind of like They're that. both boring. They're both very boring mechanics. Yeah. Red does not get fancy mechanics this time around, I guess. That's okay. Uh, Next card, Wrecking Ogre. Speaking of Blood Rush, I said you were going to get wrecked by this card. Yeah, so I get a Lava Axe or a 3-3 Double Strike. Where do I sign? Yeah. Yeah. Green cards... Uh-huh. Adaptive Snapjaw. I said, I like this more than a Crawworm, but not a whole lot more. Yes, it's a Dirtle, but it's a Dirtle that will trigger all your other evolved creatures. True. Alpha Authority is next. It's a creature enchantment for a colorless and a green and uncommon. Enchanted creature has hexproof, boo, and can't be blocked by more than one creature. Great, more hexproof. At least they made it an uncommon. I said, build your own douchebag. <laughs> Aren't you the douchebag if you play with hexproof creatures? Yeah, you're, I don't know, you're building your own, I don't know. All right. it's Burst of Strength is next. It's an instant for a single green at common. Put a plus one plus one counter on target creature and untap it. What do you think? Sure, I like it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's what you have? That's it. Alright, I must admit that I love this new trend of pump spells that untap the targeted creature, and at one mana, this is the hardest one to play around that they've ever printed, so that's pretty yeah. cool. That's good. Uh, next card is Crowned Ceratok. I said the extra ability is just gravy. A 4-3 Trampler for 4 is fine by itself. Yeah, that's what I said. Fine on his own and very nice with Evolve Creatures. This is a high pick. Next up is Disciple of the Old Ways. Gotta love a Grizzly Bear with Upside. I said it's slightly better. It's it's a slightly better Grizzly Bear. Nothing else to see here. Yeah, that's about it. It's a 2-2 that can gain first strike if you pay red. It's a really weird name for a card, though, isn't it? Yeah. It is. sounds like a, like a Kamigawa card to me. Yeah, and it doesn't sound like a green-red card either. Definitely not. Uh, forced Adaptation is next. This is another creature enchantment. At the beginning of your upkeep, put a plus one, plus one counter on Enchanted Creature. I said 10-year-old Jeff would have loved this card almost as much as he loved Fungasaur. 10-year-old <laughs> Jeff liked bad cards. 10-year-old Jeff approved? As with all creature enchantments, this carries some risk, but the one-mana casting cost is cheap enough to make me think it's worth it. Ah, disagree. I don't know. This card could get out of hand if it doesn't get answered quickly, you know? I'm never playing this card ever. Really? Okay. I don't You probably would have said the same thing about Deviant Glee and uh, Pursuit of Flight in the last set. Just saying. I would have said the same about Deviant Glee. I don't know about Pursuit of Flight. Yeah. Did we talk about Giant Ataphage? Uh, Yeah, I think so. Last time? Yeah. Yeah. I mean... I want all my seven mana spells to win the game, but this fits the bill. Yeah, what's next? Yeah, what's next? 
Greenside Watcher. I said, I hope there are some cool gates for this guy to abuse in the next set. As of now, he's pretty much just a 2-1 that ramps you like one-tenth of the time. Yeah, I said his ability is pretty irrelevant, but 2-1s for 2 are decent enough sometimes. Gyre Sage is next. This is a 1-2 for 2 mana. It has Evolve, and you can tap it to add green mana to your mana pool for each plus 1 plus 1 counter on Gyre Sage. Possibly the slowest mana elf they've ever printed, but still good for a variety of other reasons. Yeah, this card is awesome and limited in my opinion, because if it grows and you don't need the mana, you still got a big dude. Yeah, that's what I like about it too. Hindervines. Uh, Hindervines. Hindervines. Schnopsky. Schnopsky. Massage my buttocks. It is sore. I said, this fog is slightly better than actual fog. Color me uncaring. Yeah, seems worse than Rootborn defenses to me, but this is an uncommon, so maybe I'm wrong. I doubt it, though. Mm -hmm. Ivy Lane Denizen is next, a 2-3 for 4. Whenever another green creature enters the battlefield under your control, put a plus one plus one counter on target creature. Yeah, I said green loves ways to grind out the opponent, and this is no different from normal. Yeah, I can't wait to send all of my green creatures to an Ivy Lane school. Yeah. I, do you think this is the best denizen? I like this one a lot. I think the black one is also very good for the cipher reasons I was talking about earlier. Eh. But I do think this is the best one. I think white's better than the black one. What does the white one do again? Taps a dude. Yeah, actually, that's probably better. But, yeah, I don't know. I think... You'll have to first pick this green one. Like that black one, you might be able to get mid-pack, and it'll still do a lot of work for you. But yeah, this card is sweet. The green one is unreal. Yeah, it's good. Uh, Naturalize! Finding Slime, you bastard. Oh. Didn't we talk about this guy? I don't think so. Maybe we did. Coming soon to a beer magic deck near you, Boozing Ooze. (laughs) Oh, man. So much beer. Yeah. Um, naturalize naturalize i said naturalize has got to be getting close to the most reprinted card of all time yeah there are plenty of quality enchantment targets running around you'll want one of these in your sideboard uh ooze flux i said a nice way to keep triggering evolve especially on those with zero power yeah, I think I'd rather keep the plus one plus one counters on my creatures most of the time, but this deck could do some fun things. Right. You no. Know? Yeah. I love it with the bird, the like one mana bird. Oh, the Cloudfin Raptor? Yeah, because you could just like infinitely make one ones for two mana. Yeah, how good is that though? Seems really, really good. Yeah. I think the way to use this card is more you remove multiple counters off of one of your Evolved Dudes to get uh, an XX, which triggers all your other Evolved Dudes, and then you start right. over on that one. I mean, that's like living the dream, but I don't I know. I don't think that's much of a dream. I think that's pretty doable. I don't know. I think Ooseflux mm-hmm. is a doable card. I yeah. don't think it's... I think it'll see sideboards quite a bit, but... Yeah, I, I do like how you remove the counters first, and then you put in the, the yeah, XX, so, so you it'll re-trigger Evolve. But right. yeah, with the zero mana thing, yeah, I guess that's a thing. It's just I just don't know how good that is. I don't know. 
Next up is Predator's Report. This is a common instant for two colors and a green. Choose target creature you control. You gain life equal to that creature's power plus its toughness. This life gain card is made even worse because it gets countered on resolution if the targeted creature is removed in response. I said for four mana, a card would have to gain me at least 40 life for me to start to care. This only costs three mana. Oh, Whoops, three. Okay, change that to 39 life. 39 life? <laughs> yes. <laughs> What's next? Uh, Rust Scarab. Uh, this is a 4, 5, or 5. Whenever it becomes blocked, you may destroy an artifact or enchantment defending player controls. I said some nice gravy on this decent-sized body for 5. Yeah, I said a 4, 5 for 5 covered in disenchanting gravy. Delicious. Mm. I do like gravy. Both said the exact same thing about oh, two cards did. so far. Next up is Scab Clan Charger. 2-4 four for 4. Blood Rush for 2 mana. So you can give an attacking creature plus 2, plus 4 till end of turn. And if they'd only stop picking at the Scabs, they'd be accepted into the Scar Clan. I don't get that at all. Well, they have Scabs, and they keep like they stay in the Scab Clan because they keep picking at the Scabs. And if they just let the Scab heal... Then they get a Scar, and they get in the Scar Clan, which is way better than the Scab Clan. <laughs> I see you have this whole dialogue going on in your head. Um, I'm having it with you. I, I don't know about in my head. <laughs> uh, I just said that this is the probably the Blood Rush card I'm least excited for, but I'll still play it. Yeah, you're going to splash for this in your Dirtily Orzov decks. Oh, man. <laughs> what? Why? Because you There's... want two fours. Yeah, there's plenty of them around. There's plenty of things with four <laughs> toughness. I got plenty of four toughness idiots that I can throw out there. I do. Uh, all right, Slaughterhorn. Serene Remembrance? Uh, did we not talk about this? No. Oh, oh, you're right, we didn't. I just saw three cards, and I remember talking about a card that talked about three cards, so I stopped caring. For when you absolutely, positively don't want to get milled out by Demir, you can decide this card in. Otherwise, it is poop. Why not just side three more cards in? Well, because you could potentially do it again. Uh, with the yes. Serene Remembrance. Anyway, it's not good. The fact that it's a sorcery makes it even worse. Like, I really want this card to be an instant. Yeah, it seems terrible. Yeah, Slaughterhorn. Slaughterhorn, efficiently costed body attached to a decent pump spell. This card is greater than the sum of its parts. I don't always play three twos for three, but when I do, I prefer Slaughterhorn. Stay aggro, my friends. Yeah. That, um, this card's really good. The Slaughterhorn? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, a, like, so efficient. Holy shit. I, I'm actually, like, starting to like three twos for three. Does that make me a bad person? No, I like, like them. Like that crocodile, the the Golgari crocodile guy? In yeah, it gains your life. Love yeah. that card. Yeah, Play that card way too much. And the, the regenerating elephant? Oh, God. Sure. I've played that card more times, I'd like to admit. Next up is Spire Tracer. One mana for a 1-1. One, one. Spire Tracer can't be blocked except by creatures with flying or reach. Not great, but it could be decent with enough blue cipher cards in a Simic deck. Yeah, I said almost the exact same thing. Okay. I mean, they, they had a better version of this card in Guild Pact. Yeah, that was two it mana. Hexproof. Yeah, exactly. Before it was called Hexproof. I yep. hate playing against that card. It was dumb. Somehow they decided to make Hexproof a thing after that card. 
I'm glad they didn't reprint. Yeah. Uh, Primordial. Green one. Uh, all these abilities seem very tacked on. The design here feels so sloppy. Because when you're casting seven mana spells, what you really want is one more forest. <laughs> Why does it do, like, three different things that have yeah, nothing yeah. to do with each other? It's like, oh, we need a big reach creature. Uh, well, it's a green thing, so those sometimes kill non-land permanents. Let's do, or non-creature permanents. Let's do that. It's like, but we don't have anything that grabs forests. Well, this can do that, too. Yeah. Why not? Why not? I, Just put it on. Who cares? Th- that, that's what really bugs me. It's like, do you really need to grab a forest in a two-player no. game if you have seven mana? Seven? It's no. fucking stupid. It's the dumbest fucking card. Uh, next up is something named after one of my favorite Warcraft 3. Tower Defense. Yeah. Sub-games. Tower Defense. Two colorless, or a colorless and a green for an instant. It says, creatures you control get plus O plus 5 and gain reach until end of turn. What do you say about this card? I didn't say anything useful. I said, Wizards is always trying to cash in on the success of Plants vs. Zombies. <laughs> I said, I prefer my sideboard cards to be more proactive than this. Yeah. This is really, like, I don't know if I want to play this card ever. Yeah, I agree. All right, Verdant Haven. This is decent fixing slash ramp, but going from 2 to 4 is generally better than 3 to 5. Yep, what I said was mana fixing and ramp, but pretty slow. I'd rather have abundant growth. Next up is Wasteland Viper. It's a snake for a green. It's uncommon. It's a 1-2 death touch, and you can blood rush it for green. Give the attack creature plus 1, plus 2, and gains death touch until end of turn. Yeah, I said uh, the kind of weakest of the Blood Rush keyword, like on like giving Death Touch to an attacker is not nearly as good as a blocker. So, but the body's fine in itself if you're defensive and need something really. Yeah, I just said, shouldn't this thing destroy non-basic lands? <laughs> I guess so. so. That's got Wasteland right there in the name. It does. Just saying. Wildwood Rebirth is next. It's an instant. It's a common colorless and a green return target creature card from your graveyard to your hand. Because apparently Raise Dead was overpowered. <laughs> it needed to cost one more mana. I said bad regrowths have been warming the bench for a very long time. Yeah, at the very least, this is an instant. So if you had something else you want or could do or wanted to do, you could like threaten that on your opponent's turn and then just cash this in at the end step. But <sighs> no. this card is really bad. Uh, Aurelia's Fury is the next card. Uh, I said, I will be furious if I ever have to pass this, which will most likely be never. Best instep fireball ever. <laughs> I can't believe this card's an instant. Isn't that great? Yeah, it's absurd. It's like, even if you're not killing everything, you can falter them by tapping their whole team. This card is so sweet. Yeah, it's absurd. What's next? Uh, Bane Alley Broker. Okay. Uh, uh, said, actually, I'll read this card since it's confusing. Uh, colorless blue and a black for a three creature. Tap it to draw a card, then exile a card from your hand face down. You may look at the card's exile with Bane Alley Broker, and you can pay a blue, black, and tap to return a card exiled with it to its owner's hand. Can we? Luda again. Get back to what we looted back then. 
open minds and exiled cards. <laughs> those things that set us apart. Can we loot again? Sorry. <laughs> no one is going to get that reference. Oh, someone's going to get that reference besides no you. Please, if anybody listening. Oh, please email in if reference. you get that reference. Spencer doesn't count. Spencer, Spencer doesn't count. Don't doesn't. look it up. I think someone's going to get it. And I want to just prove Jeff wrong. If you do, I will pay Greg. But how good was that for this card? You gotta like that. Oh, it was great. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I was really proud. That was probably my favorite one that I wrote here. I said getting your cards back is a nice bonus, but ultimately this isn't a huge amount different than a normal looter. This card is so cool. I like it. Yeah. Can I, we loot again, sir? I think most likely you're probably just gonna cast the cards you're drawing, you're looting, and just win too, and win. Yeah, instead of returning cards very slowly well if you could also get like lands back and stuff and if if you need to like make a land drop if i don't know sure yeah, it's, yeah. it's pretty cool like if you loot a land into a land and you're like oh well, shit i didn't get any business you'd be like all right i'll play one i, I don't know maybe yeah. i'm wrong boros charm is up next it deals four damage to a player permanents who control are indestructible this turn or target creature gains double strike until end of turn yeah I uh, said all three of the modes in this card will be used, making this a solid addition to the Charm family. Yeah, more like beating Charm. I love this card. Yeah, this is Greg's favorite Charm. I don't know if that's the case anymore. I do really like it, though. The blue-green one is so sweet. Yeah, We'll get to that. Uh, Cartel Aristocrat is next. Yes. Uh, I said the cost of the ability on this bear is probably too prohibitive, so it is most likely just a hard-to-cast bear. Yeah, I said I find it hard to believe I will often want to sacrifice my creatures to save a (laughs) 2-2. I know, why? Whatever. Uh, (laughs) Dinrova Horror. Yeah. I said a good reason to hold lands in your hand late into the game. Yeah, Void Wielder, eat your heart out. This card is so cool. Yeah. We should, I want to say what this does. It's four colors of blue and a black for a 4-4. When it enters the battlefield, return target permanent to its owner's hand. Then that player discards a card. That's so sweet. It is. It's very sweet. God, I, lo- I love that card. Um, what was it called? The Just the spell that does this? Do you remember that? Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, like... Mind repulse stuff. or something maybe no not repulse that's the blue card that uh, anyway i love that card yeah it was good um so next card is dusk mantle seer and i wrote one word which is absurd yeah i wrote three words but two of them are the same i wrote wow just wow <laughs> This card is so good. So fucking good. Remember Morawai and how we were like, yeah, yeah. Morawai. That's exactly what I thought of, and I didn't want to write that down because it, I don't know, I wasn't sure if anybody would remember that card except me, but Jesus. <laughs> I know. Four mana, yeah. like Howling Mine, that I get to draw first on? Yeah, and it can possibly kill your oh, opponent. Like, Oh, it's so if, good. If they're not ready for it, I don't know. I could see this being a constructed card. I think it is. That's something that I've been trying to... I've been talking to some people, Jeff, about, oh. about standard. So when don't are you, tell anybody. Uh, when are you going to your uh, pro tour, sir? Uh, middle of February. It's, I think I leave on Valentine's Day, which right. my girlfriend, I'm sure, is thrilled about. 
Eh, who cares? That holiday's stupid. Yeah, it really is. Uh, but this card, Jesus, it's like in limited, it's going to be so good because not only are they losing life. I mean, yeah, they get to draw extra cards. F- fuck whatever. So do I. But the fact that like they're losing life and I have a four four flyer on the board. Yeah, it means they're they're losing. You're yeah, not- they're gonna lose. It's just how do you beat this card? I don't know. You have to have removal like right away. It's pretty fucking ridiculous. All right, next up is Executioner's Swing. This is an instant for a black and a white. It's common. Target creature that dealt damage this turn gets minus five, minus five until end of turn. I just wrote mediocre removal. Higher, Executioner! Higher! (laughs) Because it's a swing, Jeff. I know. Did you hear me laugh? I did. (laughs) That was good. Thank you. Uh, uh, next card is Fortress Cyclops. Uh, oh, boy. I said, for only being able to see out of one eye, this guy can multitask quite well. I said, one eye, two modes. Yeah. Fuck you for stealing my words. Hey. Uh, <laughs> Frenzied Tilling is next. This is three colors, a red and a green for an uncommon sorcery. Destroy target land, search your library for a basic land card, then put that card onto the battlefield tapped and shuffle your library. I nope. God, I hate this card. No thanks, yeah. Like I could see running it in like the most mana hungry decks, but that's it. And even then, like I don't think I'd feel good about it. I'd rather just no. play another basic, I think. I might No, I'm never playing that card. Yeah. Alright, n- next card. Gore Clan Rampager. Yeah. Uh, I said Blood Rush is going to make for some really interesting decisions. Yeah, Blood Fray Giant 2, Gore Clan Boogaloo on this card. This card is so good. I'm going to first pick this card like crazy. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And it's like such a, like a, fuck, do I cast it? Do I save it? It, it doesn't matter what you do. It's good either way. That's I know. About it. It's so fucking powerful. Like, I don't think I've seen a common in the set that I would take over this. Yeah. Can you think of one? Like, I, off the top of my head, I can't. No. This card is so sweet. Uh, Ground Assault. Yeah. I said a fine removal spell. Again, not too splashable. That's what I said. Quality removal that's hard to splash. This is a nice card for Gruel players. Mm-hmm. Next up, Gruel Charm. Said the charm with the biggest blowout potential, but the most narrow. Stop. Hammer time. I don't get it. It's a big hammer. Oh, I'm not looking at the picture. Look okay. at the pictures, you fuckface. I got it now. I got it. I looked at it. All right. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right, Gruel Rage Beast. Sweet name for a card, by the way. Yeah, I said you won't like him when he is angry. In parentheses... <laughs> All of the time. Yeah, he's always angry. This is a cool design, but it can make some of your creatures somewhat uncastable on occasion. Mm-hmm. Next up, Hydroform. Blue and a green for an instant common. Target land becomes a 3-3 elemental creature with flying until end of turn. But it's still a land. Yeah, said a decent ambush that can be a lava spike, but overall seems mediocre. Fine trick, but remember that this essentially costs three on defense when you're evaluating it. And three on offense. Yeah, I suppose so. Assuming you want to attack with it. <laughs> yeah, why would I do that? Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> no, you're right. Uh, I continue Pit- to be stupid. 
All right. Are you ready for my favorite card of the set? Yeah, I knew you were going to love this card. <laughs> Kingpin's Pet. I say, this isn't Blind Hunter, but it does a decent job of imitating it. Yeah, I said it's a sweet corollary to Blind Hunter. Extort plus evasion seems very strong. God, this card's awesome. Cool art, too. I like I like the art on this one. It reminds me of the uh, Jabba's Palace Guards with wings. I, again, am not looking at the picture. Fuck you. And this picture does not is not on MTG Salvation, so I'm sorry. Why, why, don't, you, why don't you look at the... Uh, no. Uh, official spoiler. No. I, I'm curious, though. Why Why wouldn't you? I just... This is where I automatically go to. All right. Next up is Martial Glory. Red, white, instant, common. Target creature gets plus three, plus zero until end of turn. Target creature gets plus O, plus three until end of turn. Counter, target, agony warp. Yeah. I said this seems like a solid card when attacking with three or more creatures. It seems like a solid card in general. Yeah, I know. I just, it's kind of like, it's in Boros. You're going to be attacking with three or more often. Yeah. A lot of silly things could happen. This next card is insane. Master Biomancer. Holy balls. I said two fours for four don't get better than this card. Yeah. They get a lot better when it says each other creature you control enters the battlefield with a number of additional plus one plus one counters on it equal to Master Biomancer's power and is a mutant in addition to its other types. Because that's just sweet. Why not make it a mutant? Yeah. I had to look at the actual card for this one because uh, on MTG Salvation they have it written incorrectly saying that each creature, each creature including himself. Oh, and I was wow. Like, I was like, what? And then I looked at the picture and I was like, oh, never mind. Bio-mancer! Mancer! Mancer of bio is making things huge! Yeah! You're in a singy mood today. I'm, I was feeling very sing-songy when I did my little one-liners. Alright, next card, Mortis Strider. How about uh, Merciless Eviction? How about we talked about that? No. Damn it, did we talk about that off the podcast? I don't know if we... T- I don't remember talking about that card at all. We did. I, we We talked about it, me and you. <laughs> me right. and you, we've done it. You and me, me and you, talked about it. Say what you have to say. Uh, I said this isn't really more than a six mana wrath unlimited, but exiling could be relevant against some decks. Not totally convinced about that, but anyway. Sure, sure. More to Strider. I said a one one that never dies also never gets put into my deck. Yeah, a three mana for a one one is a lot, even for one that never dies. Nimbus Swimmer. Uh, I said, I'm never extremely happy with the creature to mana cost, but the plus one plus one counters could come into play, so sign me up. Yeah, I'm going to feel terrible every time I cast this card for less than five mana. Every yeah, Oh, yeah. For sure. 1,000 Lashes is next. Two colors of white and a black for an uncommon creature enchantment. Enchanted creature can't attack or block, and its ant- activated abilities can't be activated. At the beginning of the upkeep of that enchanted creature's controller, that player loses one life. What do you think? I said Pillory was awesome, and this is no different. Yeah, an arrest to Pillory of the Sleepless's pacifism? Sure, why not? This card is sweet. All right. Uh, can I ask a favor for the rest of the podcast, Greg? What's that? It's not, it's not much left, but can we just not read the cards? i got to get going. Fast. Oh, yeah, no problem, dude. All right, next card is Ord Run Veteran. 
I said, this is a real upside for Battalion. Unfortunately, also a pretty large downside without it. Yeah, Double Strike is kind of a double-edged sword because the creatures with it tend to be unimpressive without it. Yeah. If that makes any sense. It does. Orzhov Charm is next. Uh, a straight kill spell is always useful, but the other two modes are rarely. Yeah. This is still awesome as Vendetta will always be good. Yeah, mostly just a Vendetta, but the extra flexibility is nice. Uh, next card, Paranoid Delusions. If I'm hitting my opponent with creatures, I'd rather just kill them with damage. <laughs> I wrote, if you're getting through enough with the encoded creature, can't you just kill your opponent with damage? <laughs> yeah, what the hell? Yeah. Come on, get it together, people. Yeah, it's just like that goddamn 2-1 for 2 in our in the current set that's like, mill for how much damage it deals. Or, or <laughs> yeah, the blue, black, uh, what you call it? Guild Mage in this set, too. It's just yeah, like, agreed. I'm going to mill you, and you're going to lose life. It's like, get it together and just pick one. <laughs> All, All right. right. Primal Visitation is next. I said, granting haste on a five-man enchantment is pretty irrelevant. Yeah, I said, this is just a divine transformation, which makes it just mediocre. Prime Speaker Zagana? Uh, I didn't write anything about this. Oh, we you got to love a top-end card that restocks your hand in addition to being a huge threat. So, yeah, this card is really sweet. Yeah. Um, Psychic, Psychic strike. strike. I said, as good as Cancel. Yeah, I said better than Cancel because mill decks will want to be controlling anyway. But there is no mill deck. How do you know that? I'm saying it, but it might not be true. There's going to be a mill deck. There was a mill deck in Triple no, Abneka. I know there's going to be a mill deck, but I don't know if yeah. it's going to be good. Anyway, uh, Purge the Profane. The extra mana is not worth the two life. <laughs> Adding incidental life gain will not make Mind Rot more playable, especially for additional mana. Yeah. Ruination Worm. Ruination Worm. I put Yawn. Really? It's like Craw Worm on steroids. Yeah, it's, just, it's like the Lance Armstrong of worms. It's just a big dude. I don't care. It's, it's a huge dude for six mana. No, he's huge. I mean, I'll, I'll cast him, but I'm not, I'm not going to be thrilled. Oh, I'm so excited to play with this card. It's such a giant monster. Like, how much was that, uh, the 6 7 Axbane stag? How much did that cost? 8 mana? 7 mana? 7. Oh, I get more power for 6 mana? Yeah, and it's Sold. better. It's better. The card is so good. All right, next card Shamble Shark. <laughs> I just wrote. Fish Crab! <laughs> it feels like they really pushed this card. It would be good even if it didn't have Flash. This is, like... It's also one of my favorite pieces of magic art in a long time. Hammerhead Crab. <laughs> Next up is... Oh, I actually wanted to talk about Signal of the Clans real quick. We talked about it before, but we were wondering why it said, like, if oh, you do... It just has to do with the fact that if you... Uh, you can fail to find and only reveal one creature... That this make the the way this card is worded makes it so you wouldn't just automatically get that one creature in your hand. You have to find three. They all have to have different names, and that's and then you pick one at random. Got it. Makes and, sense. Yeah. Anyway, Simic Charms next. What'd you write? Said again, all three modes are useful. The charms do not disappoint in this set. Yeah, like Celestial Charm, all three modes is super relevant for limited. This is very powerful. Uh, Scar Guild Mage. I said a solid Guild Mage, but not the best of them. Yeah, be careful when using this aggressively. You don't want to set yourself back too far on mana. Mm -hmm. 
Soul Ransom is next. And I put Mel Gibson Alter, please. <laughs> I put a heavy ransom to pay, but I can't say I like putting the choice up to the opponent. Oh, it's totally worth it. I mean, what, which end of it's worth I mean, what? I, so want, the, I want to cast this card. The problem is you get the worst of the two every time, right? I don't think I care. I, no, I know. It's, it's awesome for its mana investment, for sure. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, the best is when they're out of cards in hand and they have an awesome creature in play. And you're like, I will take that for at least two turns. Yeah. And then when you get rid of it, I will draw two. Well, it also makes it so they can't, yeah, they can't play things for two turns. Right. If they really need that creature back. Right. right they're, they're just going to lose if you do that. Yeah. Uh, next up is Spark Trooper. I don't usually like Ball Lightning Variants Unlimited, but Lifelink makes this one seem more relevant to me. Yeah, I said slightly better than Ball Lightning, but Ball Lightning was mediocre. Yeah. True Fire Paladin is next. And I said Red White finally gets a Pump Knight. Yeah. I said it seems sweet. This card is sweet. Yeah. Seems good. Like, all three of those things play very well together. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Yeah. Uh, unexpected results. What do you say about that card? I said... Wait, we didn't talk about the Guild Mage. Which one? Sunhome Guild Mage. Oh, you want to talk about this card again? Yeah, we did what we talked about already. Oh, yeah, you had a huge erection for this card. The right. last time. I still do, obviously. Yeah. All right. Anyway, next card. I said not good. Not good. I said, I love this card's nod to Coiling Oracle, but couldn't they have come up with a better name? Like, unexpected results? That doesn't sound like a magic card to me. Yeah. It's just a literal thing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Vitzkopa Confessor is next. I said, expensive for a small body, but the two-for-one potential makes this playable. Yeah, I can't really get over Vizcopa. Like, I'm okay with most... Magic the Gathering gibberish words, but this one bugs me for some reason. I really don't yeah, like it. It's dumb. I it's it. another one of those like alphabet dartboard names to me. It is. Let's uh, say it uh, again! Vizcopa Guild Mage. I would call this the worst of the Magi, but still a fine card. Yeah, I say not the best Guild Mage, but solidly playable. Uh, Wojek Halberdiers. Very nice body for the cost. Easily my favorite Battalion card, because it doesn't need Battalion to be powerful as a 3-2 for 3. Isn't it? Oh, is it 3? Or 3-2 three, for 2, excuse me. Yeah, I was I, I typoed here. Yeah. It's quite it's quite solid. Yeah, I really like it. And common. Uh, Alright, Arrows of Justice. Rich Man's Avenging Arrow. Yeah, I said a decent removal spell for such a flexible cause. Yeah. Deccan Apparition, I see no reason to ever want this. Not especially playable, but it could be relevant on the sideboards. <sighs> really? Yeah, I'm not totally sure. Where I mean I'm not sure why. Like there's a there's a couple raised eds, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, or maybe you just really need a flyer at instant speed. I don't know. Like I I don't like it. I, I do think it's unplayable, but I I don't know. Uh, biomass mutation. I said my favorite use for this card will be casting it for zero right before a concession. <laughs> Not to say it's a bad card. I just think it'll be hilarious. Blue having access to an overrun effect is pretty terrifying to me. I really don't like that. It's really. It's also an instant. Yeah. Don't forget that. Terrifying. Yeah, it's good. 
Uh, Bioshift. Too narrow to main deck 95% of the time. I love that you can interact with your opponent's counters. I think this is kind of a sweet trick. I did not even realize that. Yeah, you can... It's yeah, it's more flexible than you'd think. It is. That is kind of sweet. Yeah, I, this card. I'll probably side that in. Uh, Boros Reckoner. Spitemare is good enough for most cubes, making me think this is probably insane. Yeah, this is pretty impossible to block. I think this is one of the better cards in the set, period. For, for, like, an all-format type of scenario, you know? Yeah. Like, cube, possibly some constructed decks. I like it. All right. Uh, Coerced, Coerced Confession. Confession. Play this as a mill spell only. A five-mana divination is way below the curve. I said most of the time this will draw 1.5-ish cards, which makes me want to keep it in the sideboard every time. Makes me want to kill myself. That sounds terrible. Death Cult Rogue is next. Uh, I have not paid attention to how many rogues are in this set, nor am I going to look back to find out. Let's just assume this is a Phantom Warrior and move on. There actually are a lot of rogues, but we need to, st- we need to stop all this rogue-on-rogue rogue violence. <laughs> What's next? Uh, Gift of Orzova. This is a big upside, making me think it will make the deck most times. Or H to the Izzo, V to the Izze. That's the anthem. Lift your damn dudes up. Sweet. I was, yeah, I'm not a rapper. More of a singer. I'm not a rapper. I'm not a rapper. I've heard you do a California Love before, actually. Yeah, well. It was quite good. I love that song. Uh, all right, next, Immortal Servitude. There are a lot of X spells in this set, and this seems to be the worst. Oh, are you kidding me? This is no. mana hungry, but it's very powerful. You got to try to build around it. How are you milling yourself? Is that the plan? Yeah. Oh wow, this is. Or just getting in there beat. with all your battalion dudes and trading them off, and then bringing them all back. Oh my god. Only the ones that cost X. I don't know. Yeah, if it cost, that's what I'm it was X and less, then it would be insane. But it's not. Oh, it's X know. exactly. Okay, yeah. this card's worse than I thought. I'm sorry. I apologize to you and the listeners, Jeff. That's all right. It'll never happen again. Merfolk of the Depths. Uh, too expensive. Oh, it is expensive, and it may seem overcosted, but the ability to evolve creatures at instant speed seems really valuable to me. Uh, I didn't think about that. Yeah, four power is pretty big in this set. I'm sure... I can't wait to do the spreadsheet analysis of this set, because it seems a lot less straightforward than the last set did to me. Sure. Yeah. Next card, Pit Fight. I said instant speed makes this a little sexier than prey upon, but mostly it is the same card. If this is your first time in the pit, you have to fight. <laughs> you, man, this card is so much better than prey upon. We've it's talked not, about this. It's not so much better. Oh, it's, it's just so much better. Slightly better. It's a lot better. Instant speed makes it so much better. Why so much better? Man, do it in response to removal. Like, it, oh God, do it inside of combat so you could, like, take your attacking creature that's going to die anyway and fight it with something that, like, won't kill it in the fight, so you still, like, you deal damage with pit fight and then you deal combat damage. Like, it's that one of the few ways... unlikely. Oh, unlikely? Get out of here. That kind of stuff happens all the time. Like, if you have a 3-3 that they want to trade with with their 3-2 and they also have a 2-2, like, that doesn't seem I'd that say- uncommon to me. The thing I like the most about it is that I can 
play it in a deck that doesn't play green. Yeah, I mean, you can also end step it. Like, I don't know, this card seems a lot better than Prey Upon to me. I mean, Prey Upon was good, but... Seems almost the same card to me, but that's fine. Yeah, inside of combat, I think, is where it's really going to shine. Next up is Rubble Belt Raiders. I said odd that this card... Or odd that this card that likes swarming is in cool colors. Yeah, with these raiders, the Lost Ark is trample. Yeah, really. I'm really missing out. Uh, Shattering Blow, last card. I said, welcome to the sideboard where you will never leave. Yeah, there are more targets in this set, but it's still not particularly relevant. There is not one target that is worth it. Yeah. You know what we did not talk about, and I, I know this because we talked about it off the cast, was the blue-green guild mage. Oh, okay. Zamic guild mage. I could. It's my vote for the best guild mage in the set. Oh, Greg, it's not as good as Sporos. It's better. <laughs> I know you think it is. Better. All my creatures are bigger, and I can draw cards with it. It's, it's, yeah. It's just I so mean, much more versatile. It allows you to do more things. Yeah, but all I want to do is make dudes. For four mana for a 1-1? One, one? Ugh. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm, I'm happy to do it. All right. So what should I play at the pre-release? Uh, I don't think I want to play Orzov. I'd play Simic, probably. I'm trying to decide between Simic and... I think, I think you would enjoy Simic the most. And Demir. I kind of want to play Demir just because it seems like the one that I have the least... Like, hold on, necessarily. You know? Yeah. It seems like the trickiest guild. It looks like, is it? And I'd rather just, like, get some reps in with it, force myself to play that. I don't know. Yeah, go for it. We'll see. I might change my mind. Anyway, can we wrap it up? Yeah, I know you got to get going, so let's uh, let's lock it down. You've been listening to East West Draftcast. Your hosts have been me, Greg, and him, Jeff. You can send us an email at eastwestdraftcast at gmail.com. Please let us know if you got that reference I made on the <laughs> blue-black card earlier. What's it called? Uh, oh, God. I can find it. Bane of something or other? Yeah, I don't want to give it away. Bane Alley Broker. There it is. So I am I think someone's going to get it, Jeff. All right, we'll see. If you don't want to email us, but you'd like to tell me that you got that reference via Facebook, you can find us on there. Either search for East West Draftcast or type in facebook.com backslash Draftcast. I'm on Twitter at EWDraftCast. Jeff is on Twitter at JeffEWDC. We have a website, EastWestDraftCast.com. Basically, if you go to Google, you type in EastWestDraftCast, you'll be able to find us one way or the other. Uh, you can also leave comments for us on the MTGCast website, although people have been doing that less and less lately, it seems, and not just for our show, for most of the shows, and I'm wondering why that is. Anyway... Uh, thanks everybody for listening. Jeff needs to go, right? Right. Well then, here we go. We'll talk to you next time. Good luck at your pre-releases. May all of your Bane Alley brokers do something awesome. Trapcast out! A crowded room comes through my window. A cold breeze comes in tonight. I feel waves coming down. A Take for granted
Hey, all of yours. I could have come up with something a lot better there. 